Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. All right, here we go. Hey, I'm Holly. Hey, I am Dave. And welcome to... What difference does it make? It's exciting because uh, we're into 1981 now. Hey, how about the KROQ Top 106.7 songs of 1981? Yes, uh, we're going to do the 106.7 songs on KROQ, and we are realizing that uh, we're talking a lot. So we're going to divide this up into bits and chunks of uh, delicious morsels. (laughs) Do you remember where you were in 81? What's going on in 81? Uh, I was in high school. Yes. So this song, uh, I'm gonna. I'm also gonna point out because we did. We finished up 1980 a couple of weeks ago. 1981 is more. We've really moved in from rock into new wave. However, there are still some strongholds. I guess strange <laughs> things that I don't remember. But, yeah. But stuck. I. But I. But we're moving into the. You know, the new wave. Oh, I, rock era. Yes, I remember 81. I was so ready for this. This was crazy yes. going over this list. Like, oh. This is what got me excited about music. Is this what K-Rock was playing at the time? It was totally. like, it was an exciting time for me and I was at the right age to receive all this music. And 1980 was kind of like a weird year. So I guess I was just starting to listen to this, uh, to K-Rock. But as 81 came in and I look at this list, I'm going, oh, the, yes, I remember this. I remember that. And I did a deep dive on some things and yes. gotten a lot of, a lot of this music. Uh, it kind of shaped who I was. A lot of the songs that were played on the station in 1981. It feels like home, right? It does feel like home. I it's, agree with you. It's crazy looking at this. And uh, a lot of bands that made their debut, I think, on, on this yeah. chart. It's kind of funny that, you know, they had the 106.7. So, of course, they had the station, the frequency is 106.7. So they went to uh, the top 106.7 songs. And that song was the Jetsons theme. <laughs> Which they played a lot of. Yeah, they did. Meet George Jetson. His boy Elroy. Daughter Judy. Jane, his wife. Which was kind of, it was kitschy, fun. And, and it was futuristic. And here we're moving into the future. So look at that. Significant. You're right. I didn't even think about that, but it was futuristic. Very insightful. I, I still want my jetpack, but uh, <laughs> I do remember Freddie Snakeskin uh, used to play that a lot. And uh, being a kid and hearing a cartoon, it was kind of fun to hear cartoon music on, on a radio station. Because that was our era for cartoons too, the Jetsons. Definitely. Yeah. So I know this was, I, I. I agree. This was the fun, the the fun year, the yeah. fun launch, the funyun of yeah. the 
No, not a Funyun. Not a fan, fan of the Funyun. It's an onion <laughs> ring that's fried and all right. Yeah, packaged like a potato chip. Oh, packaged like a potato chip. So delicious. <laughs> <laughs> Where are my Funyuns? I need some Funyuns. Bring some. <laughs> Have our assistant bring in the fun. Oh, yes. that's right. Yes. Whatever happened to our assistant? <laughs> she, she left. She wasn't getting paid enough. Uh, okay, so then we started listening to Rodney on the Rock, and I think this is a Rodney on the Rock type song because I remember hearing this on his uh, on his show on Sunday nights, The Adolescence Amoeba. don't remember the song really i don't because yeah i was a big rodney fan so they did play this occasionally on i guess they did play it during daytime hours but at night on rodney's show he played he played this a lot and i i remember loving uh this song it's funny i i i did not listen to that one but as i as we were going through this chart as i was going through it i actually wanted to listen back. I recognize most of these 106.7 songs and I remember them pretty vividly, but some of them I noticed I, I wanted to click on just to hear a snippet because I didn't remember it by the title. And then I to- it totally came back to me as soon as I, as soon as I heard the song. Oh yeah. This will click in. I think the uh, adolescents even they're still around too. Yeah. I think they still play in Orange County. <laughs> okay. So then we got uh, X adult books. Woo! Yeah. Great that they, you know supporting the LA artists. It was, it's really cool. You know, Adolescence X, two boom boom, two punk songs. They Love. did that a lot. They were huge in the Southland. Yeah. Yes. Community. So, yeah. I mean, that's why we love K Rock is they. It was punk music and it was local and it was it was cool. Yeah. So that was great. And then uh, we go into the Police from Ghost in the Machine. Yeah, it's from Ghost in the Machine. That was yeah from '81. Not their biggest hit, but um, this was the Police had bigger things to come. I don't think I knew there was a, a subtitle of this song. Oh, One yes. World? One World, Not, not three. three. Yeah, I do remember that. One World is enough for all of us. One World is enough for all of us. It's a subject we rarely mention. But when we do, we have this little invention. About pretending they're a different world from me. I shall fire a 
Uh, the police show up a few times on this. On the as they should. But yes, as they should. What's your favorite so police good. song? I know that's why. I'm sorry, I'm veering, and we're we're. we're Holy moly! I uh, uh, the, the police. I would go. Let's. Beep, 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 boop, Edit boop. this out. Yeah. Uh, I know. Pop bubble See, above when, your head. When people ask me what's my favorite, I never have an answer. It's like our Desert well, Island uh, discs, disc conversation. All right, I'll just go. Uh, yeah. Why don't I pick <laughs> Canary in the Cold Mine? Why not? You know, not your not your typical song. And I had to look up like canary in a coal mine. Like, what is what the hell is oh, that? Oh, yeah. <laughs> so, I think I learned that as an adult too. With that, yeah, I love the guitar yeah. lick on that. Um, and Andy Summers always seems like he was just playing like one chord or just kind of like these reggae tunes. It's very simple. But uh, canary in a coal mine was like, oh, this kind of an intricate, uh, interesting line. Yeah. Do you have one at the ready? I do. But had you asked me a month ago. I wouldn't have. Okay. I would be doing the same thing as you. I'd be mulling over every album in my mind. But I heard it recently, and I thought, this is absolutely my favorite police song. Okay. And you would never, if I had you, if I asked you to guess it, you would never guess in a million years. Okay. So don't, don't even ma- try. Don't, don't make me guess. Next to you. From the first one. album. Yeah. When I saw them at uh, when they had their reunion show, that's what they opened up with. No, a, no, I strike that, reverse it. It was the last song they played. You can delete that. Oh, well, first, last, <laughs> middle. Yeah. No, that was <laughs> when I saw them at Dodger Stadium oh. uh, with the Foo Fighters opening. <laughs> that was a good show. How did I miss that? Oh. I, I don't know. <laughs> don't ask me. Um, Sorry, I strayed from the, no, from that's the right. format. No, we can always talk police. <laughs> we'll probably do an episode on them. Yeah, worthy, for sure worthy. Definitely. All right, Greg Kinn, he loved throwing in his name into his albums. Can you name any one of his albums? Kin... No. Can, From, you, yes, can you... you name any one of his records? <laughs> Very good. Yes. How about Rock Kin? Stillskin? <laughs> <laughs> There's Rock and Roll. There's Continued. Conspiracy. Contagious. And the last one is Citizen Kin. Good reason. Yeah. Easily uh, parodyable. Greg Kim was big enough that 
Weird Al could do one song off, you know, one of his singles. Yeah. Yeah. Hard to believe. I don't, you know, when was the last time you thought about Greg Kinn? I don't remember. All right. But, right. but you still know, like you think, when you think Greg King, you think, uh, Weird Al. yeah, you think Weird Al, I lost on Jeopardy <laughs> instead of our, our loves, loves in Jeopardy. Jeopardy. Yes. There you go. You've got the What Difference Does it Make podcast on your dial. There is such a thing as a dial, but uh, stay tuned. We'll be right back. Podcast listeners, Christian Swain here to tell you more about my experience with Raycon earbuds. Our family now has three pairs of Raycon earbuds around the house, and my wife just grabbed a pair of the headphone pros to replace some headphones from a company that was double the price. And yes, she loves them. Now, if you haven't pulled the trigger on a pair of Raycons, or even if you have, but you're in the market for another pair because they're just that good, well, now is the time to check them out because they just launched their upgraded model of the best-selling everyday earbuds. With Raycon's upgraded everyday earbuds, now you also get active noise cancellation, ergonomic design, and multi-point connectivity that lets you pair with two devices at once. New quick charge function, three customizable sound styles plus awareness mode. Available in a variety of vibrant new colors to complement any and all skin tones. I even have a pair of earbuds in a cool green color. I have tried just about every earbud known to humankind, and these Raycons are fantastic. Seriously, if you've been wanting to check out Raycons, there truly is no better time. You're going to ask yourself why you didn't check them out sooner, and Raycon offers a 30-day happiness guarantee. So what are you waiting for? Go to buyraycon.com slash pantheon today to get 20% off your Raycon order, plus free shipping. That's right, you'll get 20% off and free shipping at buyraycon.com slash pantheon. Buyraycon.com slash pantheon. Fire it up again. You've got the What Difference Does Make podcast. Okay. Then we got Billy Squire, The Stroke. <laughs> That's another, that was an odd one that I wasn't expecting to find on this list. You know what? I think The Stroke, just because it's dirty. That's why <laughs> they K-Rock played it. And it's K Rock and it was dirty. And that's why not play that. Put your right hand out. Give a firm handshake. Whenever I think of Billy Squire, I think of uh, Video Killed the Radio Star because I think of the video for Rock Me Tonight where Billy's dressed in pink and doing a, everyone thought he was like going to take over for Robert Plant. Like he had this yeah, great, look. this great uh, look and he had this great, um, great voice, rock and roll voice. And then he, he did this video for Rock Me Tonight where he's dancing around like Elaine Bettis. 
he's just kind of snapping. <laughs> he's wearing all pink and he's dancing. He's flou- He's not dancing. He's flouncing around. And it is something where you would see it and go, oh, my God, this is horrible. His career is over. His career literally ended after that. Oh. that. That was the end of Billy Squire because he released this video for Rock Me Tonight. Fun fact. I'm going to go back and look at that. Oh, I, don't, def- I don't remember the video, wa- but I'm sure. You will watch it and crack up. Yeah, good times. There is uh, Eye Protection, Andy Preboy's band. Andy Preboy was in Walla Voodoo. Oh. Yes. Gotta use your intuition. Take it your competition. Let them pay a compliment. They'll talk about the things that matter. Use cars and alternators. They'll talk about football scores. Experts on Nazi uniforms. You want to get to know her? Okay, eye protection because they only show up once on this on the countdown. Yeah, I was not not familiar. Yeah, so that, yeah, he was in the, yeah, the before Walla Voodoo. There was Andy Preboy, who was a guitarist, played uh, in this band. All our LA bands suddenly we move into uh, <laughs> into the Brits into the Brits, and we get uh, the English beat. Mira in the bathroom, or as we say in our house, Mira in the bathroom. Really? Why do you say that? Oh, uh, look, look in the yep. bathroom. Yep. Oh, very good. <laughs> That's right. You you do as you do al bla. Well, then you would say Mira in al baño, but yes. Stop it. From I just can't I mean, stop it. I I just can't stop it. That's right. <laughs> and then first signs of uh, Depeche Mode. Yeah. Uh, can you believe that it only made up to 97 for a K-Rock band or for Depeche Mode? I just can't get enough, which you would think would be number one. I would, would think so. Right. Later, it would definitely have been number one. Um, but this was kind of the introduction to Depeche Mode. One song on this chart in 1981, you can be certain that in 82, 83, they're going to have yeah. many more songs. Exactly. So, yes. yeah, it's exciting that, uh, yeah. I this, still believe they need their own episode. They will. They will. Okay. Don't, <laughs> don't point at me. God, it's so harsh. See, you have to point, you're pointed out that I'm pointing at you. Yeah. No one would know. That's why I, I know we're on radio, <laughs> sir. So that's why I have to say what's going on there. Jim Carroll, People Who Died. How many people died in this song? Do you oh, know? Oh, I don't know. Do you know? No. There are some horrible ways of dying. Jim Carroll, People Who Died.
Venice and upper Manhattan. Sly in Vietnam, bullet in the head. Bobby O'Dito Drano on the night that he was wet. They were two more friends of mine. Two more friends that died. This song at the time, don't you remember being shocked by it? That he was actually, that he was singing about this? Yeah, it was kind of, as a, you know, young teen. It was like, wow, this guy knows a lot of people who died. Yeah. So He, he wrote the Basketball Diaries, which also about his... Uh, that's what I would. That's what I, I discovered as, in doing our research. I had no idea because I didn't know. Uh, admitting that this was the only song of his that I knew, but he has one higher up on the chart uh, from 1981 uh, called "It's Too Late." And I didn't listen, so I don't know. if Oh, that's, that's a the good Carole song King. too. No, it is not the Carol King song. <laughs> yeah, so I wanted to know more about him, and I had no idea that he wrote the basketball. I guess this is probably common knowledge to people. It is common knowledge. You know, I, I didn't know. It was a movie. Do you know who was started in it? Leonardo DiCaprio. All right. Okay. Just I just that. didn't know Jim Carroll wrote it. And then Jim Carroll died in 2009. So he's oh, now one of the people who died. I don't think I knew that, that yeah. he had passed away. Yeah. Um, all right. I'm sure that joke had happened. <laughs> was also <laughs> said many, many times. That's not funny. It's not funny. Well, all right. It's too soon. I yeah. Guess. <laughs> well, <sighs> nine years later. But now we're moving into the artists that's some of our absolute favorites. The Go-Go's How Much More. Beauty and the Beat is another one of those albums that should be listened to all the way through. I think we should uh, actually do like a song by song analysis of uh, of that album. They for sure were. They, that makes me want to sing karaoke, although I've never sung karaoke to the Go-Go's. It just makes you want to belt it out. Of course. Yeah. All right. I'm going to hold you to that next time we're in a karaoke <laughs> bar. <laughs> going to get you in a karaoke bar. Yeah. All right. Well, Genesis, again, you know, maybe prog rock was thought of as alternative. It sounds like it because I noticed a few others on this. All right. It's called Abacab. I don't. I feel like it's, I did. Why is it called Abacab? It's the same story behind the the song "Badge" by Cream, because that is the chord progression of the song. <laughs> I love the fun facts. Yeah, that's a great fun fact, and and also it's one of those how we talked on another episode about how not much thought is put into a, an album title. Yes. <laughs> Why not? Yeah, well, at least it made a word. Yeah, it's well, than, it, at least you can pronounce it. I don't know. It's that's better than Susudio, word. right? 
All right. Where the hell did that come from? I, nobody knows. Mm. Uh, Jukebox Hero by Foreigner. Yeah. Um, a huge, huge, huge album. Yes. I'm sure looking back on it, K-Rock was like, why were, why were we playing this record? But um, a hit is a hit. So I, 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 can, I guess I can understand why they played that. Hero, that 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 was a great song. That was that's the song we just turned our kids on to. Also, oh really? Yeah, yeah. Lou Graham has a great voice. Yeah, I like Lou Graham. I know he, he, people either love him or hate him. You know, he's not a dynamic Robert Plant type belter, but or you know, like stage performer. But he could belt it out like Robert Plant yeah. in a way. You know, um, a reasonable facsimile. <laughs> yes, <laughs> that was a big hit, and that was played apparently. All right, so back to uh, some more exclusive K-Rock artists, Billy Idol. Billy Idol. Were you a fan? Yes. Yes. Throw your fist in the air. Yes. You I just mean, don't yeah, care. It's my Billy Idol raise, raise a little bit, you know, do your Elvis yeah. lip curl. Yeah. Huge fan of Billy Idol. I think I've also mentioned in the past one of the, the first concert I saw was the Bay City Rollers and I was, you know, in the front row and I was screaming. I was a little girl. I was, you know, sixth, sixth grade. I saw Billy Idol at the Palladium, probably 1984, probably 84. I remember screaming at the top of my lungs and belting out every song at the time. It was a huge, huge fan. There's just something about him, something, well, something sexy and the songs and you could, yeah, you can belt it out. A little sense of danger. He was not yeah. uh, someone your mom would appreciate. Yeah, well, along the lines of the other guys I dated at the time. <laughs> All right, that's another episode. Yes. <laughs> yeah. But this 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 song, great. Not one of my favorites of his. Well, I guess it's not a really cover. his song. It's a cover song. <laughs> yeah. Mo- Money, Money. Money. Yeah. Yeah. But have you ever seen him? I have. N- no, I haven't. Mm-hmm. Um but uh, he still looks great. <laughs> yeah, he does. <laughs> he, he still plays around. And, uh, and he's on actually, Sirius XM. He, oh, is he really? Yeah. Oh, okay. I on know, occasion, I think he makes a guest appearance. Yeah, I know he opened up. Uh, Morrissey played the uh, the Hollywood Bowl. He actually played without canceling um, a couple of years back. And Billy Idol was the opening act. And I remember a lot of 
friends were like, oh, Billy Idol is just so amazing. Yeah. Morrissey, of course, is Morrissey, but Billy Idol was the yeah. surprise. Like, oh, wow, I'm surprised how much I still love this. Yeah. Okay. Glad to hear that. Yes. And then Super Freak. Super Freak. I am thrilled that they played this. Me too. Yeah. MTV played it, uh, but uh, but K Rock did. That's it's that's great. It's, uh, that was kind of nice to see that they, uh, you know, rhythm and blues or disco music. They played but dance play. music, but they, you know, not a lot of it. But the, but the, you know, you don't see Prince on this list. But there's there's Rick James. Yeah, but you did you did hear Prince on K Rock? Was he played on K Rock? I think he was played on K Rock. Th- All right, we could look that yeah. up. Yeah. Okay. But anyway, it was good to, to see uh, Rick James, Super Freak, on there. We still love that. Yeah. And this song. That's a classic. Yes. All right. Well, I play, I had not heard this song. The band's called Novo Combo, and the song is City Bound E-Train. So I played it. Like, oh, this is is this a police song? Because it sounds exactly like, like the police. Like to a T. It's scary how much a police song it is. Down to the drums, the, the reggae sound. It's it's pretty impressive that the you know the police are starting to like oh we need you know band, labels were going we need a we need a band who can play like the police Which, oh, i found this novo combo great let's play let's sign them and so i i played it and it just sounded like a, a lost police classic Do you like it? Would you say um, it was good? Yeah, it's good. But knowing that it's not the police, it kind of knocks it down a, a number of notches. Like, okay, get your get an original sound. Okay, I'm going to go back and listen to them because I remember them. I remember them by name, not this song, but I know they had another K Rock song okay. during the era. So I'm going to go back and listen to them. I might have and to listen to some older songs see if yeah. it, it is like the police. All right, so uh, there's this band uh, Spider. Do not remember them. All right, and is this a remake? No, you ready? This is the original. 
This is the original that you you know the Tina Turner song better be good to me. Yes, I do. That's she's doing a cover of the song by Spider. You are kidding. I kid you not. So this, uh, you really did your homework. I did indeed. The uh, the drummer was uh, Anton Fig, who later went on to drum for David Letterman. Late, yes. Late night with David Letterman. Yes. Also in the band is this, a woman who played keyboards, Holly Knight. And she was the songwriter of the band. And she went on to write an insane amount of songs. A lot a lot for Tina Turner. Uh, not only Better Be Good to Me, but uh, the, the Best. Simply the Best, it's called. Yeah, simply the best. But anyway, she wrote uh, she wrote Ragdoll by Aerosmith. She wrote Love Is a Battlefield. She wrote uh, The Divinals Pleasure and Pain. She wrote for uh, for Heart uh, the song Never. Patty Smythe and Scandal the, the Warrior. So anyway, she she's in the Songwriter Hall of Fame. That is Spider's claim to fame. Did they have any other hits after this? I don't think so. Stop asking me questions. <laughs> oh, questions you can't answer. Yeah. Then we go into uh, the last one before we wrap up is uh, Annabella and Bow Wow Wow. Annabella only needs one name, as previously discussed. Yeah, I know. And I don't even remember Chihuahua. Do you remember? She didn't play it when I saw her. Then it couldn't have been that big of a hit. Well, K-Rock played it, and it went all the way up to number 70. So it must have been something. All right. But it wasn't. So that's where we'll wrap it up. Wrapping up part one of... Of probably three or four. Of the KROQ Top 106.7 songs of 1981. Thanks for tuning in. This is Dave. This is Holly. Signing off. Thanks for listening to What Difference Does It Make? Check you later. Over and out. I'm going to have way more on this next time. I promise you. It's NFL draft season, and that means it's time to start thinking about fantasy football. 
FantasyPoints.com features industry-leading experts and prognosticators using proprietary hand-charted data to help you score more fantasy points. FantasyPoints.com is the place to go for whatever kind of fantasy football you play. Whether you play fantasy football, daily fantasy sports, or do a little bit of everything, Fantasy Points has the meticulously researched content to guide you to victory. And why wait for the fall? Fantasy Points also covers the new spring football league, the UFL. Join the guru, John Hansen, Scott Barrett, Joe Dolan, and other massive names in the fantasy football universe with an exclusive offer. Use code Pantheon for 15% off any Fantasy Points package, including the all-in package, with access to every article, tool, and data nugget that Fantasy Points has to offer. That's FantasyPoints.com and code Pantheon for 15% off at Fantasy Points. FantasyPoints.com, code Pantheon. Score more Fantasy Points.